Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Johnson Wax Program. Presenting Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly. Ted Weems and his orchestra open the show with High, Wide, and Handsome. to have beautiful, clean floors and linoleum that attract the admiration of everyone who comes into your home, use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Here are the simple directions. Just apply and let dry. That's all there is to it. Glow coat takes care of the polishing without help from you. Millions of up-to-date housewives prefer this new liquid polish that makes dull linoleum shine like new again. Glow coat dries in 20 minutes and shines as it dries without rubbing or buffing. It protects floors from scuffing feet, seals out dirt and germs, and saves you hours of cleaning time. Buy Johnson's Glow Coat tomorrow from your dealer. Look for the attractive yellow can with the lettering G-L-O hyphen C-O-A-T. Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat. Fibber has decided that what he and Molly need is a good rest in the country. He's homesick for a touch of farm life as he knew it in his boyhood. So here, driving up to the entrance of Idlewild Farm, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. You gotta get them brakes fixed. Heavenly days, McGee. Isn't this a beautiful farm? And such a pretty name, too. Idle Wild. Yeah, the hired hands are probably so idle the farmer goes wild. <laughs> Don't you get it, Molly? Idle Wild. Ain't wi- funny, McGee. Okay. <laughs> Can't expect city jokes out here. <laughs> I'll, we get, I'll bet we get our board free when I show this farmer some of the tricks I learned when I had me my farm. I can take it. Oh, here comes one of the hands. Hi there, Hiram. Where do we bunk? Uh, how do you do, sir? Are you addressing me? Oh, why, uh, yeah, yes, I am. Or, uh, he was, I mean. Yeah, you betcha, bud. I'm Fibber McGee. Come to spend a week chewing on a straw. <laughs> Got a pile of hay somewhere we can sleep on? Oh, yes, I believe you were expected. We've reserved a suite on the third floor for you, Mr. McGee. <laughs> May I transport your luggage? Now, uh, just follow me. I'll show you. You hear that now? May I transport your luggage? Mm. Dear, dear. He must have gone to a school of agriculture. Yeah. 
He did. He got too much culture and not enough agri. <laughs> ah, get a load of that fresh country air, Molly. That's what I need. For what? Oh, <laughs> just need it, that's all. <laughs> get away from the soot and dirt of the city and get your feet on the ground. Why, you couldn't keep your feet on the ground if you were carrying a safe. <laughs> Oh, you know what I mean. We we may have to put up with a few inconveniences here, but... Hurry, McGee. He's opening the door for us. Oh, thanks. Hey, there ain't anybody holding that door. Why, look, it's shutting again. Why, it's just like magic. Oh, oh no, no. Just the practical application of the photoelectric cell, Mrs. McGee, better known as the electric eye. Oh. Uh, this way, please. The photoelectric... <laughs> Hey, this is a high-class farm, bud. <laughs> I suppose the pigs all wear paper napkins at lunch. <laughs> well, no, no, hardly, sir, hardly. Although we do feed our livestock according to the latest scientific government formulas. Oh, really? Yes, really. Must have a bunch of high-hat hogs, bud. <laughs> Shucks, when I was a boy on the farm, such swell swill would have made the swine swoon. <laughs> Well, uh, here is your room, Mr. McGee. I hope you'll be very comfortable. Oh, it's lovely. Where's the pump, sir, so we can fill the wash basin? The, uh, pump? Yes, pump. Yeah, you know, bud. P-U-Ump, pump. <laughs> what is it that gets dry and you have to pour something into it before it'll work? <laughs> Our foreman. <laughs> but his name isn't pump, it's uh, Underwood. Oh, I see. <laughs> You'll find hot and cold water running in the bathroom, and there's also a faucet for ice water. Ice water? <laughs> I suppose this is one of them farms where they play soft music whilst they milk us the cows, huh? <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Uh, yes, we do, sir. Yes, our cattle are very fond of Bach and uh, Beethoven, oh. particularly the Ninth Symphony. Oh, sure. <laughs> Would you go for a little canter in the morning, madam? Oh, no, but I'd go for little Lamus and Andy in the evening. <laughs> he means, would you wish to want to go riding, Molly? Oh, no, thank you. You might need your horses for plowing. <laughs> oh, we don't keep horses for plowing, madam. We <laughs> use electric tractors. <laughs> no, our horses are just for pleasure. Uh, riding to the hounds, you know, and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to ride to the hounds? Are they too lazy to come over here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, very droll, sir. Well, I, I do hope you'll be very comfortable. Dinner at eight. Will you dress? Will we dress? What is this, a nudist car? McGee. <laughs> talking about? Will no, I don't think we will dress, sir. Well, that'll be quite all right. Liberty Hall, you know, there'll be contract bridge in the solarium after dinner. And uh, thank you. Say, what is this, anyway? Dress for dinner. I think it's a very nice idea. Well, all I gotta say is that farming has got to be an awful panty-waste affair since I used to break the ice in the old horse trough on cold winter mornings back in Peoria. <laughs> yeah. McGee, look at all the electric push buttons on the wall. And all labels. Room service, air conditioning, maid, valet, barber, entertainment. Mm, even entertainment, huh? Sure. Push the button for entertainment and see what happens, Molly. Probably get a bunch of trained seals popping out of the closet. <laughs> well, let's see. Welcome to Idlewild, friends. Ted Weems and his plowboys play Love is on the Air tonight. And don't forget, tea dancing at 4 o'clock on the Hen House Roof. <laughs>
farm isn't anything like you said it would be. Well, farming wasn't like this when I was a boy. Shucks, I asked one of the women up at the house there what kind of oil she used for her lamps. She said she never used oil. Just eyeshadow and a little mascara. <laughs> I don't know why they call a place like this a farm. Yes, all we've seen is four farm hands playing badminton and violet bath sauce in the duck pond. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find some real farming on this place if it takes me a week. <laughs> ah, that's better. At least they got chickens. Let's go in and see them, Molly. All right. Nice, nice. What a beautiful hen house. Yeah. Chintz curtains and everything. Look out the floor! Look out the floor! Get out of here! McGee, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You stepped on that Plymouth Rock. <laughs> I couldn't help it, Molly. My ancestors were pilgrims. <laughs> How do you do? Is there anything I could explain to you? Oh, not to me, sis. I'm an old farmer myself. Used to own 300 acres down near Peoria. 300 acres? Oh, yeah. exactly the size of our chicken run. <sighs> you must have some fine sprinters among them hens, babe. Hey, lady, uh, where's that rooster? I hear him, but I don't see him. Oh, that isn't really a rooster. It's a record we play over the public address system uh, just to keep the hens alert. <laughs> that, that, that's kind of a dirty trick. That's kind of deceitful, sis. What you got the lights burning for? Oh, uh, that's our artificial sunrise system. Artificial sunrise? Yes, oh. yes. The sunrise effect is automatically turned on every two hours. Uh, that way we increase our egg production. Oh. When I had me my farm, sis, we used different colored neon lights in the hen house every spring to get colored Easter eggs. <laughs> oh, very interesting. <laughs> Say, uh, tell the lady about the time one of your hens tried to hatch out a bowling ball, McGee. <laughs> I don't remember that, Molly. Well, neither do I, but I'll bet you could think up something to fit it. <laughs> I do remember the time one of the kids next door lost his baseball, and we found it months later under our best brooding hen. Oh, now don't tell me you got a nest full of golf balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a funny thing. Them kids couldn't bat anything but fouls with that ball after that. <laughs> Say, uh, what on earth is that little bell that keeps ringing? Oh, uh, that's an automatic counting device. It oh. rings a bell every time an egg is laid. Oh. Uh, listen. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, that ostrich got in there again. <laughs> Let's go see the cows, Molly. These cows ought to be legitimate farm business. We'll probably find they've been feeding them candy bars to get chocolate milk. <laughs> oh, I don't hardly... Hey, bud, uh, where's the cow barn? Uh, the what, sir? The cow barn. Oh, I think you must mean our Chateau de Mou. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the, the large blue stucco building to the left of the tennis court. Uh, thank you. Chateau de Mou. <laughs> Boy, oh boy, what do they call the pig pen, the Palais de Grunt? <laughs> sure. 
I used to think that a farmer's main interest was to till the soil. And a housewife's main interest is to use Johnson's glow coat, till the soil simply cannot penetrate the pores of wood or linoleum. Harpo. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, folks. What you doing down on the farm, Harpo? Why, I'm working on the back 40. On the back 40? Yeah, I sold a polo pony to one of the boys here, and he's back 40 bucks in his payment. Oh. Right now. <laughs> you know why Harpo took up polo, Molly? Why? Uh, he works for the city three days a week, and they just let him use his white helmet on Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> Where'd that guy say the Guernsey garage was? No, no, Chateau de Moum again. Yeah. Oh, look, here's the mess hall. Mess hall? And it's lunchtime. I'll bet the hired hands are tearing into them mashed potatoes at this very minute. Sneak the door open, Molly. All right. If there's anything I love to see, it's a bunch of hungry harvest hands mopping up a stack of pork chops. Yeah, me too. Let's look here. Okay. Oh, I say, Montmorency, a jolly good job of plowing you did on the hill pasture. Oh, that's awfully decent of you to say so, clever good old boy. Oh, I say, that was a nasty spill you had on the steeplechase yesterday, wasn't it? Robert! Oh, McGee. <laughs> McGee, there's Terry Como in there. Oh, so it is. I say, Como, old fellow. If you're not too bolly-weary from splaying the bloomin' orchard, <laughs> how about singing It Looks Like Rain in Cherry Blossom Lane? Oh, I'd be delighted, fibbit old thing. <laughs> it looks like rain in Cherry Blossom Lane, the sunshine of your smile is no longer there. It looks like rain in Cherry Blossom Lane, and your golden voice no longer fills the air. Rippling notes have left the old mill stream. There is nothing left for me but just a dream. There's been no rain in Cherry Blossom Lane. If you were there, you tell me that you can. Dead redded farm till I find me a real pitchfork or, or a bucksaw or a pile of old corn cobs or something. There ought to be something around here that looks rustic. Hey, Bud, mind if we keep looking around the farm, am I? Oh, not at all. Glad to have you. 
Uh, how do you like it so far? Well, it isn't exactly what we expected. Well, I don't think so much of that silo over there, bud. It's too high for its width. Oh, that's not a silo. That's a flagpole, sir. <laughs> well, come on, Molly. Mind if we inspect the cow barn, bud? Inspect the cow... Uh, oh, you're the government inspector. Uh, oh, certainly, inspector, right this way. Oh, no, we're not the... I know, you're not the kind to inconvenience us, and I really appreciate it. Now, just step this way, inspector. Oh, but listen, bud, you've made a mistake. The government... Now, 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 you're not putting us out at all, inspector. <laughs> Here we are. Come right in. Oh, beautiful building, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but... but and handsome cows, aren't they, Inspector? <laughs> oh, they're beautiful. Hello there, bossy. Sue boss, Sue boss, Sue boss. Uh, pardon me, madam. We don't allow anyone to talk baby talk to the cows. <laughs> <laughs> Makes them very self-conscious. Uh, don't you agree, Inspector? Oh, oh, oh absolutely, bud, absolutely. There ain't anything worse than a bashful bull bean. <laughs> I speak as one who knows, too. Matter of fact, bud, at one time I had me the finest herd of whole scenes in the whole state of Michigan. Moo Moo McGee, I was known as in them days. Moo Moo McGee, the mighty maestro of the milkmen, mainstay of the modern movement from manual manipulation of machine milking, and master of millions of metal American movies from Middleville, Maine to Monroe, Michigan. <laughs> Uh, listen, Inspector, we have probably the healthiest herd of cows in the country. Don't doubt it. But this cow here doesn't seem to feel well today. Oh, dear. Uh, probably you can tell what's wrong with her. Oh, I don't think McGee... No, I don't think I could pass up opportunity like this to be of service, bud. Oh, Let's see his tongue, or her tongue. Uh, I beg your pardon? Well, how can I tell if she's sick unless I see her tongue? Come on, bossy. Open your mouth and say, ah. Mm-hmm. I didn't say moo, I said ah. Ah. <laughs> A little bullish. Hey, you better take her pulse too, McGee. Uh, uh, her pulse? Why, certainly her pulse. Here, bossy, lift your foot. <laughs> I said lift your foot, not your voice. <laughs> hey, this might be serious. Looks like a serious case of incipient pericardium and a clear-cut conjunctivitis of the bud, cud. Or cud, bud. Well, uh, what had we better do, Inspector? Oh, just don't worry. Oh, put her to bed right away, bud. Mix up some pills of spirits of nitre, two grains of alpha ammonium blasphite, with a 3% infusion of Merco Repulvus. Take three every hour. You mean give her three every hour? No, you take them. When she sees how sick you get, she'll quit faking. And start giving. Thank you very much indeed, Inspector. Thank oh, you. Don't mention it, bud. Next time you're in Washington, look me up. Oh, look, McGee, at last. Here comes a real farmer. Oh, boy. Look at that red undershirt with the chin whiskers on. Boy, he's a rube, right, ain't he? Pipe the gum boots and the high-water britches. Well, I'm glad to see somebody that'll talk my language. Hi there, Si. Hi, you by cracky. Some farm this, ain't it? By jink. <laughs> by heck and by desperate... <laughs> Think they'll stay a while, loud calculate. But gosh, it's the real McCoy, by Jeepers. Oh, boy, that's music to my ears. Bud, you ain't got any idea how glad I am to see you. Here I thought farming had gone completely sissy, but you're the real thing. You bet, by Gravy, by Jiminy, by Jinx, by Jasper, by Johnson's Glucose, to keep your floors and linoleum clean ah, and Oh, how did you know I wasn't a farmer? By your hands. No kidding? No calluses. Oh, all right. Gee, I never have any fun anymore. 
Disgusting. I'm getting fed up on this la dee da place. Why, I ain't even seen a pitchfork around here. Well, let's ask that man over there. Yoo-hoo, Mr. Farmer. Uh, yes, ma'am. What was the... Oh, hello, Molly. Hello, Fibber. Oh, it's Elmo Tanner. Oh, hi, Elmo. Say, what's the matter with this farm, anyway? Not even a pitchfork on it. Haven't you got a pitchfork? No, but I've got a tuning fork. Oh, you can't pitch hay with that. No, but I can pitch a tune. Okay, Elmo, get in there and pitch. with pleasure the winner in last week's trailer contest sponsored by the makers of Johnson's Auto Wax. The beautiful deluxe covered wagon trailer goes to Mrs. John A. Scanlon, 130 North Belmont Boulevard, Kansas City, Missouri. Congratulations to you, Mrs. Scanlon. We know you're going to enjoy your luxurious covered wagon trailer and we hope you'll keep it shining with Johnson's Auto Wax and cleaner. Winners of cash prizes will be notified by mail. place, Molly. I asked them if they still held square dances on the farm, and they said no. No? No, they said they'd outgrew square dances. Now they have pentagon, hexagon, and octagon dances. Well, uh, how about huskin bees? I asked about huskin bees, too, but they says they gave it up. The bees wouldn't hold still. Some <laughs> fun. I should say it is. Well, heavenly day, Silly Watson. Hello, Silly. Hi, Phil. What you doing in the Sissy Seed Center? Well, I, I found it was combination stable man and chef, please, Oh, I see. <laughs> you hurry the courses and carry the horses. Oh, yes, sir. I, I also play the guitar for folks out on the lawn when they're doing some anesthetic dancing. No. Anesthetic <laughs> dancing, silly. Yes. Well, I say. <laughs> you says anesthetic, Phil. Well, what's the difference? Well, anesthetic means beautiful, and anesthetic puts you to sleep. Yes, ma'am. So when they're doing their anesthetic dancing, I play my guitar. <laughs> Where are you hauling that bunch of folding chairs, Phil? I'm taking them over to the ballroom in the smokehouse, please, sir. Then tomorrow I've got to drag them back with a lecture in the turkey terrace. In other words, Phil, you're kind of a general factotum. Yes, sir. That's a, it, it's a fact. I told him here and told him there. <laughs> well, excuse me now, please, Mr. McGee. i got to go over to the harness room and take a tuck in the tub. Goodbye, silly. Take a tuck in the tub. <laughs> 
Let's look around some more. We haven't seen the pig pens yet. Where are they? Search me. On the ordinary farm, there ain't usually any doubt about where they are. With the south-southwest wind blowing. Oh, hello, Fizzard. Hello, Cupid. How are you doing in these wide-open places? Oh, it's Nick Depopolis, McGee. Hi, Nick. Haven't seen you in a long time. What you doing down here? Well, I'm forced to coming here to buy milk for restaurants. Milk for restaurants is very fussy to be pasteurizing, I'm thinking. Also, my restaurant's customers is always asking for acid double push milk. <laughs> what is this acid double push milk being, Fizzler? Search me, Nick. But you'll probably get it in a cut glass bottle with a ribbon on the neck. I think you mean acidophilus milk, Mr. DePopolis. Oh, sure, Cupid. Acidophilus push milk is exactly what I'm trying to buy some. People having indigestion are always saying, Nick, for why, where is this acidophilus push milk? <laughs> they are saying it is very goodness in big acidity. Oh. So if it is good for selling in big acidities like New York and Cincinnati push... <laughs> It is always good for selling in smaller cities like Whistle Vista. <laughs> well, so long, Cupid. So long, Peter. Take care of myself. Acidopolis. <laughs> I guess that's what the Greeks had a word for. You know, I'm getting just a little bit worried of all this stuff, Molly. You know what? Well, we haven't gone down to see the sheep yet. Oh, I'm afraid to. I'll bet they got red nail polish on their hoops and got their wool parted in the middle. <laughs> hey, here comes one now. Look at it. Looks like a you. Looks like a me. Why, how can you no. say such a... Not like you, like a you. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a cute little sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Is she yours, sir? Hi, Lassie. Tis a Scottish sheep. What do you mean, a Scotch sheep, Scotty? <laughs> a hoot nanny, laddie. <laughs> a hoot nanny. <laughs> that told him move. Ice water. Acidopolpus. McGee, don't look like that. Stop raving. What's the matter? Husking a bee. Chintz curtains. Badminton. I'm through. I can't stand it. McGee, come back here. Where are you going? I'm going to pack up and get out. I'm going to New York. But what are you going to do in New York? I'm going to stand on the corner of 42nd and Broadway. I'm dying for the sight of some real hicks. <laughs> In a very sincere letter which we received a short time ago, one of our radio listeners told us about her kitchen linoleum, bought six years ago, used constantly ever since, tramped on, scuffed over by many feet, yet looking just as new and fresh today as it did when it was first put down. Its shining beauty, its cleanliness, the writer tells us, is entirely due to the use of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Now, if you haven't already learned this satisfactory way to keep your floors and linoleum clean and sparkling with practically no work, why don't you make up your mind to order a can of this easy-to-use, no-rubbing polish tomorrow? Oh, yes, you'll find it economical to buy glow coat in the larger sizes. Well, Molly, I guess there ain't any real rubes anymore. What with the radio and airplanes and cars? No, I guess not, McGee. <laughs> with the government calling in all the gold, the farmers can't buy any more gold bricks, even. No, I guess not, <laughs> McGee. Uh, you don't see anybody trying to sell the Brooklyn Bridge anymore, another. Oh, that reminds me. Huh? There was a man here just a little while ago who wanted to sell the Queen Mary as he opt for only $500. $500 for yes. the Queen Mary? Honest? Where'd he go? I've always wanted a yacht. Why didn't you tell him to wait so McGee. I... McGee. Huh? Oh, Good night. Good night, all. <laughs>
This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax in Racine, Wisconsin, inviting you all to be with us again next Monday night at this same time. Good night. Peter McGee and Molly have come to you over the National Broadcasting Company and heard in this program Jerome Kern's High, White, and Handsome from the picture of the same name. This is the National Broadcasting Company. You are listening to WMAQ Chicago. We invite you now to hear the Hour of Charm. 